Welcome to Torah Talks Chazak's Tuesday night program with special guests. Tonight we have with us a very special guest all the way from Eretz Godesh. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome, Rav Gav Shlita. How you doing? Baruch Hashem. I absolutely love, I know that we, we weren't talking before at all, but I love this, you know, like it's like action, you know, it's gewaldic. Uh, the best part is the crowd has no idea what I'm talking about, but you do. Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you, Rabbi? Baruch Hashem, Rav Gav Shlita, world-renowned lecturer, the man that Mamish makes us the Simcha happiness. It's a problem we're doing this during the three weeks, Rav Gav. But uh, tonight's topic that we're going to be talking about is loving others. That's right. We all know that the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple, was destroyed because of Sinat Chinam, because of baseless hatred. And we're going to talk about how to love everyone and anyone. But before we do tonight's topic, Rav Gav, if you give our audience a little bit of background about yourself and the great work you're involved with. Oh, I'm doing it. I thought you were going to do it. Oh, man. All right. Uh, I, I get what I'm, what I, uh, I'm involved with teaching. I, I am learning, teaching, growing. I, I'm, I'm assuming what you're looking for is what the world wants to hear is like some sort of bio. So I've, I've been involved with primarily now with a place called Isha Torah in the old city of Yerushalayim for, for a number of years I like to think of myself, though, I, I don't like to, I got to give credit, credit's due, they're tremendous, they're doing amazing things, but it's not limited to Isha Torah, listen, I like to uh, be involved with Jews, so, you know, just a you know, quick rundown from New York, I now live in Israel, the end, or the beginning, you know, but uh, y'all, been teaching in Asia for, I think, 16 years, before that, well, I guess as of recording, 16 years and 16 days, actually, um 16 16 tonight for me today for you and uh you know that's me story that's the nutshell amazing Rav God I'll tell you one thing uh shout out to the Zerkivs uh board members of ours they were the ones that introduced Rav Gav to the Chazak world many years ago I already lost track but if Rav Gav would tell us one thing that really helped Rav Gav get out there to the world well, in the speaking world, in the Torah world, in the Kira world, or, or, or one event that really sticks out. Is there anything that comes to mind uh, that? Uh... No, uh, th- th- there's all there's so many different avenues in Judaism in, 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 that, that exist that uh, I have found it's incredible how independent they are from one another, which is either good or bad. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not judging whether it's good or bad. I'm just saying it is a reality, an amazing thing, that there are people that will know exactly who I am and other people today who have never heard of me. And I'm talking across the spectrum. You have people that are secular or religious that have definitely heard of me in the second religious that have never heard of me. So it's not like really that's explaining it to the world. I, I found that it's actually, again, maybe, maybe it's not so positive, but and we compartmentalize like the, the Judaism thing. It's like, yeah, this guy and that guy and that guy and that guy and that guy. It is what it is, you know? So uh, I, 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 I'm, I think I'm able to relatively well trace back to how I got involved in most things. Chazak, I don't know. I remember meeting you though. I remember meeting you a while ago. Talking about probably like 10 years ago, there was an event. Hold on. I know where it was. No. Oh, <laughs> Did you ever go to a good convention? I think you were there, and you had like yes. a stand. Maybe it wasn't 10 years ago. Anyway, but someone pointed out to me. We said, Shalom Aleichem. And it was Aleichem Shalom. And that was it. Um, but anyway. <laughs> okay, amazing. Rav Gav, you have great memories. So 
you were talking about decompromising whiskey. It's easy to like those that are around us, those that are similar to us. And uh, that's where Sina's Chinam's basically hatred comes. You know, oh, he's not from our crowd. He's not from our community. He's not from our background. Oh, I came from this country in the altar in the olden days. This and that. Our grandparents are not from the same areas. How do we, you know, break that up and, and just love everyone, you know, just have the Rav God vibes, like positivity for everything and everyone. What do you well, suggest, Rav? First of all, thank you. Uh, Halavai, I should, if only it should be, I was on the level you think that I am. Um, but but I, listen, a lot of times I think we try to conquer concepts and ideas on a mass scale. Like we should start a campaign and we should like, you know, have like a, a movement and like get, we get it all the time. We get all the emails. We should do a shalom and an office and a this and that. Right. It's all nice. It's all good. But uh, what do you oh, suggest? How do we do this? It's it's amazing. I, I don't know that I, I wish I had an answer for it. I, I think that everyone that's listening to this, the answer is that, I mean, those who are not listening to this, that would kind of be irrelevant because you're not listening. But those who are listening should take this to heart, that this is a direct statement to every one of us. Forget like the campaigns and like, I mean, there's some wonderful campaigns. My, my goal is, to, but, but I'm saying if we were to take to heart and try to be real with ourselves, I think it would make a real roshan. It could really change things around. It can make a, a real mark, a real mark in the world. Not to be thinking about <clears throat> in terms of, uh, I'm going to have peace for this amount of time during the day. I'm going to be doing like this, and, and I'm going to sign up to that. But taking a real look at ourselves and just stopping and thinking for a second, just to stop for one second. Could it be that I'm part of the problem? As opposed to like, you know, thinking about everybody else. And I think that there's a natural, I, I think it's actually quite literally natural, a, a physical, natural response to protect ourselves, that we don't like to think of ourselves as part of the problem. So therefore, the issue is somebody else. The issue is somebody else. The issue is somebody else. Did you ever stop and think that, that maybe we, I'm going to speak directly to you. And I don't mean you, Rabbi. I mean, you... <laughs> Also, but I mean, whoever's listening right now, just just look at. I'm I'm talking to you, Michael. That's right, Samantha. Correct, Marcus. Absolutely, Jerome. I'm talking to you, and I'm asking you a question. Do you have a problem with somebody else? Do you have a problem with another group? Do you have a problem with another individual? And is it possible? that if we were to take a look at ourselves, that that could, that could uh, fix this situation? Is it possible? That's, that's, the, that's the question that I would challenge every one of us with. You know, not like, like just, and by the way, now I'm going to go to the Holy Rabbi, you yourself. You're involved with so many projects. Listen, I can just tell you, I teach a lot. I teach, uh, I have taught a lot, relatively speaking. Relatively speaking, I've taught a lot. But uh, but but even not relative, I think, I don't know, I don't know how to say the sentence, but I've taught a lot. And many times I have found, just tonight, I just came down from a class, which is why I apologize. I am I was five minutes late, but the, 10 minutes late, whatever, 15 minutes late. But the point is that, that I, was, I was running from another class and I was just telling them that I'm going through an issue in my life right now with something, something, somebody did something and whatever it is, and I'm bothered by it. And, and I said to the people I'm speaking with, the reason why I'm able to sit and try to begin the process of processing it is because I've taught 
the concept so many times that eventually I started listening to myself. Now, I don't know if, you, if you've had that experience before, but you teach a class so many times that you didn't start. It's like I taught prayers so many times that one day I'm praying, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm not even paying attention. Maybe I should pay attention, you know? And, and it's an impact on me. So right now I'm talking to you personally. Who do you have a problem with? What, what group, what individual, what individual in a group do you have a problem with that maybe you're right, they started it, you know? And maybe you're right, they shouldn't have done something. Maybe you're right. But could it be that if you were to look at it a different way, it could change the scenario? That, that's the challenge I have for you. That's a, you know what I'm saying? That's a, and that's what I think. I think like so much of education is like formal and the formal education takes away from the ability to actually soak it up and change. It becomes a formality. And I'm, I'm an educational model and I'm in a classroom and I'm learning... A, curriculum as opposed to like just being real just be a real human being like did you hurt someone's feelings and were you not nice and did you do something that was wrong and maybe they did something wrong also but but did you respond wrong you know what i'm saying like let, let's stop blaming the whole world and stop thinking like and, and thinking like could it be there's something we can do that doesn't mean people haven't done wrong things but let's just say someone did do something wrong to you and you take this, uh, you know, this muster, this message from Rav God right now saying that, you know, uh, what uh, could you do to make a difference? You know, this guy did something wrong to me and uh, it bothered the individual. So I'm going to start being nice and I'll smile and I'll say hi and bye to the individual. Is that what the rabbi is suggesting? Okay, I'll work on my end, but that guy still has issues. Yeah, that's a great question. So that, that, was, a, that was a really nice lead. In. The, you know, the, the, we know that there's a, there's a, a prohibition. This is, a, I'm not talking about alcohol here, going back to the 20s. I'm saying there is an isser, a prohibition. It is not allowed. The Holy Torah tells us that, that we are not allowed to do something, which is what we call echad bepeh, the echad belev. Right, one in the mouth, una la boca, and una la corazón. You can't, you can't have one in your mouth and one in your heart. What language that, is that? Sorry, that's your home country. Are you no. from Spain? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> are you? Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. Mashallah, mashallah. That's probably where no, 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 no. Just for the record, Bukharians didn't come from Sfarad. We accepted. We took it upon ourselves as Sfaradic customs. Well, that's a different story for a different time. Can I tell you the best part of your response? I had no idea you were Bukharian. <laughs> I just do that thing because that's the only that was Spanish. But the point is, is that we have one in our heart, one of our mind. That that's not okay, right? A person is not allowed to have a situation where I play a game with you and like, oh, and I play a game like, oh, I'm really okay with you, but I'm really not okay with you. That's not true. So the person should confront the guy. And say, hey, I have a problem with you. You know, it's in his heart. He should go over to the individual and say, hey, I don't like, not, maybe don't say that, but. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's already, the, that's already the Pusik and the, the Torah tells us in, I think it's chapter in Leviticus, chapter 19. Uh, oh gosh, if I had to guess, I'd say it's first 19. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but I think it's 19, 19. That says, lo sista is achicha Right? And then I think it continues on. It says, don't hate your brother in your heart. I don't hate your brother in your heart. Thou shalt surely rebuke thine nation. You can't have sin. Now that pasuk, that verse is a lot to discuss. I'm not going to go into it now. I'm just going to give the basics is 
you now let it hate someone in your heart, which means if you have a problem with someone, you have one of two options. Uh, option one is get over it and don't have a problem with them. Get it out of your heart. The, well, the answer is both options are you have to get out of your heart. The question is, how do you do it? One way is working through the issues by yourself and trying to, or with someone to help you, but, but nothing to do with that person. In other words, I'm going to work through my, how I'm feeling about this, why I'm feeling of this, and if maybe I can get over it and move on. The other option is that you have to tell them. Mm-hmm. Now, telling them, is, that's where it gets intense, you know, especially in the Bukharian community, even though I have no idea what that means because you told me Bukharian, so I said that. But the point is, is like, I can get intense. Well, I should tell you I have a problem with you. The answer is, the Torah is demanding that we have shalom, we have peace. And, and, and there's no option for peace if I don't know you have a problem with me. It's simply not fair. You can't. You can't, you can't hold it. You have to let me know. Give me an option to defend myself. Let me explain or let me continue to do the wrong thing. But at least we got it out that we can now move in a direction. There's so much more to talk about with that. I don't want to get stuck on it, although I'd love to, but, but that's its a full discussion. But it's not posh. Listen, I, I do want to say the following. This is, I think, I think the, there's so much to discuss here. <laughs> I wish you could have all day and all night. This is amazing, but okay, I hear, I hear, I'm following you, Rav. I just, I, I just want to say the following. Oh, bonus song. If, if there was one thing, if, if I, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. I'm not really allowed to, but I'm gonna, whatever. That, that's using the intro to. I'm going to anyway, you know. But <laughs> I tried out for Perkeavos. I had a line I wanted to make in there, but I didn't make it. Like it was a couple thousand years late. But, but, but if I. If I had to pick one of the sentences that's in, in one of the teachings, what's called the Mishnah, part of the oral tradition, known as Perkei Avot, which is loosely translated ethics from our fathers, ethics from Sinai, there's one line in there, which is so incredibly powerful, and we've all heard it in another context. The, the, the other context we've heard is, don't judge a man till you walked a mile in his shoes. Mm. right because you're a mile away and you have his shoes so you can do whatever you want but another explanation is based off the mishnah hillel great great sage uh he lived many years ago uh, he says in in chapter two teaching number four some say it's teaching five depends what version you have uh says don't judge your friend until you come to his place. Let's be real. Let's be real for a second. There are times when we have arguments that are found and based on real theological disagreements, right? There, there are times that that happens and we have, but I don't, I don't want, we're not talking about that. We're talking about 99%. Of, of the circumstances that we go through, our emotional, if we would understand where the person's coming from, it doesn't mean it will excuse them, but at least we'll have an understanding that, hey, you know what, maybe I would do the same thing. That, that's a game changer in relationships. If a person would to, to whatever, and if I had to pick one, one mantra that I would love to live by, I would love to live by, I'm not saying I do, but I would love to live by, it's don't judge your family, come to the place. You don't know where they're coming from. And even if they say something that's wrong and inappropriate and they say it the wrong way and whatever it is, 
Hold on a second. Where are they coming from? Do we know where they're coming from? And, and again, it's not an ex, it's not a uh, an excuse, but it's a reason, and it gives us an opportunity to be able to open dialect. Anyway, but, uh, you know, dialogue, dialogue <laughs> with different dialects. Yeah. Rabbi, to love your fellow like you love yourself. Now we all love ourselves and uh, we care of ourselves, but uh, that line, you know, it's a very big rule in the Torah. Uh, how can we be mechazik? How can we strengthen that line? Especially right now, we're in the three weeks, and we know that uh, every generation that the Beit Hamikdash, that the Holy Temple, is not rebuilt, it's as if it was destroyed. That means till today, we still have to work on this topic because uh, we want the Beit Hamikdash, we want to see Geula, we want redemption. What do you say, Rav Gaff? Well, I mean, I'd like to start off with the unfortunate reality that if I could. I don't know if it's true. This the hell of again. It would be amazing if it was true what you said that we all love ourselves. There are people, unfortunately, that are in a lot of pain. You're right. Yeah, and that like that's like a, that's like a big deal. That's a very big deal, and uh, it's important. many people love themselves. Yeah, it, it's important that a person gets to that point. We have to make a kamocha to to as loosely translated because again, every sentence you're saying is like about clubs we show a debate in the commentaries about what does it mean and to who it means and what's the application of that idea. But loose, we got loose. Love your fellow like you love yourself, right? If, if we loosely translate that. Let's define that as fellow or friend. It's it's very not so posh. Not so. Oh, just, just to stop you for that, lereecha. It should be lechavercha. You know that's the regular word for friend, lereecha, because the root of lereecha is ra. Even the bad of your friend, just like we overlook many times our bad, and uh, you know we think and we reason why it's okay. And by our friend, we you know we have a magnifying glass of when he has an issue or a problem. So we should love our fellow like we love ourselves. Just sorry for interrupting you. Oh, no, I'm the rabbi. I just want to share with you. I heard an amazing shear recently. My chavrus has been saying this to me for years, but I literally just sat in the shear of someone named Rabbi Dubavi in Eretz Yisrael. And, and, and he was talking about the, the root of the word ra, where it comes from. And many of us define ra as bad or evil, bad. but the actual definition of ra is not bad or evil. It's broken, as in ra'ua, right? Something which is broken. And tov doesn't mean good. It means, it means complete. It means fixed. And it, it really is a, it's a whole paradigm shift on the concept of what's ra and what's tov. When a person says, well, isn't it good? Isn't it enough just to be a good person? Right? The answer is mm-hmm. absolutely you should be fixed. Yes, you should be complete and you should be fixed. Ah. It, you know, the person says, well, I'm bad. The answer is you're not bad. But maybe we're not complete. Maybe we're broken. Maybe there's areas we need to fix in. And but, now that didn't change what you said. What you said is still accurate. I think that's so big. There's so many ways to discuss this, but I'll use you as a springboard, what you just said. And that is, we're very forgiving of ourselves. We're very forgiving. And let's go with those. So first off, those who do not love themselves, that's something which has to be taken seriously. In other words, if you, if you have a, you know an issue with yourself, that you're not feeling good about yourself, you don't feel... Uh, you know, like you're in a good place. It's important to reach out. There are people to reach out to. Uh, dare I say Chazak, you know, one of the organizations that you pretty much are building a stronger future. So, you know, that's uh, that's what it's about. Um, but but dare, dare I say Chazak. And I, no, and then reach out, definitely. We've got you for, for, for offering your services, you know, but, but to offer your service, if someone needs the help, they feel they need direction, you know, there are people you can speak with. That's very important. Gavin and Acer Torah for all those in Eretz Yisrael. Touche. Good move. 
Let's <laughs> open a branch here, by the way. So uh, here in Israel, you can call seven one eight. Anyway, so point is, is um, is that's number one. But let's go with the concept of like you said. Let's go with the with the general understanding of I do love myself. Sometimes a little too much, right? I do love myself. We have to So let's think about that for a second. Let's be honest. Just take a, just take a look at yourself. Are you perfect? Are you really taupe? Are you complete? Are you fixed? Are you really up there? The answer is you know that you are false but you decide to focus on the positive. So since you focus on the positive, therefore, you're still happy with yourself. If, if, if you would start focusing on all your negative, which by the way, which is a lot of what's happening to those who don't love themselves because they're focusing too much on their negative. But if you were to focus on your positive, I don't even have any positive. Okay, that, that, that needs help to, to get out sometimes. Some people, it's the opposite. I don't have any negative, right? But <laughs> focus on a positive. And we know we have negative, we know. But we decide to overlook it for the overall picture of positive. Why don't we try loving them like you love you? You're willing to overlook some of our flaws. We're able to look, overlook certain things. And you are your greatest teacher. If you want to know how to go out and love someone else, just take a look and see how you love yourself. That's the bottom line. You don't need it from anybody else. Just, if just look inside. They say that the experience is the best teacher. And you have had the experience to be able to say, like, you know, why do we get defensive? Because, like, I didn't do something wrong. Okay, so maybe they didn't either. And even if they did, and even though I did something wrong, you don't understand where I'm coming from. Oh, so where are they coming from? In which case, we have a way of seeing it so beautifully. I, I want to share an idea with you. Just, just which really, unless you have a question. I mean, unless you have a no, 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 no. Please, Rabbi. We love the idea. idea. The, the, okay, I've sent it over to a bunch of people, so they haven't yelled at me. So I'm hoping, hoping it's not the you know I'm not, I'm not off the D here. <laughs> here, here. Here's a point. I'm not off the path, off the derrick. Um. Anyway, so so here's here's a story. Oh gosh. Okay, stay with me now. Here we go. I'm with you, Abba. We're all with you. There's a, there's. A, it's found in a number of places, but the place that sticks to my head the most is the where. I just remember when I was learning the Gemara in Sanhedrin, the Talmud, right? Again, part of the oral tradition, the extension, which spells out, elaborates, elucidates, makes clear the Mishnah. And I was looking at the Gemara, which is found in uh, Sanhedrin. One of the books called Sanhedrin of the 36 books, the Babylonian Talmud. Talking about Gemara, somebody mentioned to me that uh, you do a daf, uh, you, do a, you do a class on the daf. They told yeah, me I do a daf, Yabo Hashem, I do a daf Yomi. I do a, a, the daily page. It's, it's about 26 minutes or so. And it's a katsar ulinyan, like it's a, it's straight up. It's not, if you're looking, if you're looking to hit the actual daf itself, I, I don't generally go off the topic. It's like a Marit Rashi. That's what we're doing over there. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to that. Pick it up at all good uh, Jewish bookstore places. Um, anyway, all <laughs> daf or Torah anytime or uh, or uh, I don't know other places. Anyway, but that, that's that. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, but but Barichus, the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, it's on page eighteen. If you'd like to check it out again, it's in many places, but but that's just six out of my head. Like Mark says, Okay, translate for me. What, what does that mean? Um, um basically, uh, rebuke yourself before rebuking others, right? Right, right. When you're gonna go ahead and and you're gonna you want to go and fix someone else, so the, the the general understanding is like fix yourself and then fix someone else. Fix yourself and fix someone else. So that that's a big sentence, right? I'm gonna come and I'm gonna say you're doing something wrong. You know, buddy. You know what? Fix yourself. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that's step one. What does that mean? 
So, so I would like to, I would like to offer an idea. I, I didn't see this anywhere. So, uh, drop I don't know what this is, but, uh, anyway, I, I didn't, uh, no, that noise was me. I apologize. Anyway, but, just out of curiosity, where are you? <laughs> I'm sorry for cutting you in the middle of your story. I mean, your kiddush, the kiddush of God. I'm in a room in my house. I'm in a room. Oh, okay, the blue room. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's been in the blue room. Actually, it's like my kid said, I'm not allowed to move the camera even one I order because if I move the camera even one I order, then you're going to see all the toys. <laughs> anyway, the point is I can't move the room. But anyway, there's a bunch of toys in there. When we finish, I play with the house. So anyway, here's the here's here's the story. <laughs> fix fix yourself and then fix yourself and fix up. Then fix everything else. Okay, so here here's the idea. Listen to this. I, I think this is beautiful. I mean, I'm a little biased, but here, here it goes like this. This is your kiddush. This is your inside. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay, okay. Whatever. Let's say it goes like this. Um, I'm asking you a question now, and I, you have to answer this question. Okay. 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 Bring it on. Do you ever behave a certain way? Someone comes and they call you out on it. They rebuke you. They 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 say that what you did isn't okay. All right. What's a knee-jerk reaction that one who is, let's say, not worked on themselves is it willing? What, what do we generally do? Find an excuse why you did whatever you did. Yeah, we defend ourselves. We like, no, you don't understand. How many excuses can you come up with, like to, to be able to pot to, to, to exempt yourself from whatever they're they're you know holding you up with? How many? One, two. Depends how good of a you know person. I'm saying how good of a, I guess for lack of a better words, a player the guy is. Like yeah, exactly how good of a liar you are, right? Easily. <laughs> We basically, it's like we come up with like a million excuses. Like, mm-hmm. you don't get it because I would, you don't know me. And even if you did, I missed the thing and the stuff and the what and the who and the that and the, 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 the uh, and we come up with all these different reasons why. What about when we see someone else do something wrong? We judge them right away. Immediately. I can't even think of one reason why that was okay. Now we got close. Rabbi, come on. Right. Judge favorably. Yeah. You can come up with a million reasons why you're okay, but you can't even come up with one for them. Like, come on, let's be real. So here's, here's my suggestion. Ready? Watch this. Kishot is understood to mean fix, but the word kishot also comes up in other areas in, in, in Jewish literature, which, which means to adorn. To adorn oneself. It's kshot means to wear. Comes up by the laws of Shabbos, about of Sabbath, when people are wearing things that they go out into public domains and whatever it is. To kshot, kshita, is to adorn yourself. So this is what I want to share with you. Instead of looking at it as fix yourself, then fix others, look at it as adorn yourself and then adorn others. Now, what does that mean? What that means is like this. The next time you see someone behaving in a way where you find a, you have a problem with that, I can't even think of one thing. This is what I'm challenging. Ready? Here we go. Put yourself in their shoes just for a moment. Pretend it was you that did that thing that was wrong. Just try to pretend it was you. Now, once it's you, you'll now be able to come up with a million excuses as per why it was okay. Adorn yourself with one of the million. Go back to who you were. And now, take that one that you excused yourself with and now excuse them. Wow. It's another way of saying your idea of after the Chakamoch, right? Just take whatever was in you and put it on someone else with Kishot. So, of course, we can pater, we can exempt other people, we can judge them favorably. We just have to put ourselves there. And that's why 
my favorite is don't judge until you've been in their place. That is amazing, Rav Gav. I love it. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. amazing. But it's not just to hear it, guys. We should really internalize it. I'm talking to myself right now, not to the crowd. But uh, Rav Gav, that's a beautiful... I was talking to you too. <laughs> Rav Gav, amazing. This is so, so amazing. Uh, every single word is, uh, is a gem, is, is, is so priceless. It's so uh, inspiring. But uh, we have a minute. We have a custom and, you know, but just for the record, I had a bunch of other questions, um, but we'll keep that for some other time. But we, we, we that was amazing Kiddush right now, about Kachot, about uh, Dorn yourself. But if you, our minog, our custom is one final message for our broad audience. Well, I wouldn't want to, God forbid, change your minog, but maybe I just did the final message. So you can go down to the oh, question. Oh, how oh, the final Lord, message. What just happened? You know, whatever you want, I can leave with the message, but we got a bunch of messages there. I'm open to any questions, but if you want to keep the minug, I can't change the minug, whatever you want. You kind of did the minug, but I didn't ask you to do it. You didn't. So the minug was that I asked you to do the final message. Then oh. you go, oh. So now let's review. <laughs> judge people favorably, as you said, that's one six. Don't judge till you're in their place, that's two four slash five. Adorn yourself and then adorn others, that's 18 Sanhedrin. Also, I think Shlomo Melech is coming from. And then go ahead and put yourself in there after the Kamocha, which I think is chapter 19, verse 18, Leviticus, right in the middle of the Bible. Los is a chichabal vecha, that's 19, 19. And let's don't hate him in your heart, not a chibapel, a chibalef, but rather get out there. You're the chap who did such a chabura here, right? You, you realize we should, we should do this more often. I'm loving it. This is a drasha. This is the real deal. I don't know if that means something in Bukhari. You don't understand what I said, but this is a speech and a whole idea. Anyway, what can I say? It's not simple. Not simple. I think one of the most challenging things that exists in the world is interpersonal relationships. And the, dare I say, the barometer of our relationship with God himself is based mm-hmm. off interpersonal relationships, which is a whole discussion of itself. But if you take a look in chapter three, I think it's number 10 in Pirkei Avos, right over there, it talks about anyone who people get along with, it means God gets along with. And a lot of people like to think that like, okay, listen, I might not get along with people, but God and I are tight. You have to understand the Torah seems to tell us that the barometer, the gauge, the matzpain, the way that we know if we actually have a relationship with God and what God feels about us is how do people feel about us? So are we working on that? Are we building that? Are we heading towards that? Is it simple? No. Whatever campaign is out there, you're welcome to join. But I think that every one of us right now has to take seriously, practically, am I part of the problem or am I part of the solution? And maybe if I'm part of the problem, then maybe there's steps that should be taken to be able to fix that. Amazing, Rav Gav Friedman Shlita. What inspiring words. We really, really appreciate your time. And uh, we hope and we pray that uh, these words that were said, the Torah talk should uh, penetrate into everyone's hearts. We should take it upon ourselves to love others, loving others, love others, uh, you know, Avas Chinam. And we shall all be zuchay. We shall all merit to see the Geulash Nema, the complete redemption. We'll join Rav Gav in Yerushalayim, Yerakoji, Be'erabim, speed in our days. Amen, Ramin. Thank you very much, Rav Gav. Uh, we'll see each other in Eretz Kodesh. We want to remind everyone every single Tuesday night, Chazak's Torah Talks with special guests. Uh, Rav Gav was amazing, out of the park. Uh, Mamash, the message penetrated very, very well. And uh, we want to give a shout out to uh, Rabbi and to Natan and Natan and Rahman and Izzy and the whole team over here. And uh, dailygiving.org, a dollar a day goes a very, very far away. 
This is a special thanks to them, to Torah anytime. And uh, Rav God, once again, two thumbs up. Yeah, Thank you, my friend. Thank you.